and welcome to the Three and D's podcast, where we're back on a beautiful Thursday in Vancouver, British Columbia. Yes, we're all here, and yes, we're back as we wrap up March and as the NBA season is coming to a rapid close. Exciting time of year, lots of storylines. Kevin Durant's back. LeBron James is back. The Kings are officially in the playoffs. Bronny sure. Jr. throwing down windmills before he even gets to college. And uh, multiple players getting shut down for the rest of the year as the Tankapalooza starts. We'll talk about it all. And we'll get into our all-NBA rookie teams as well as our all-defense teams. What a what an action-packed episode we've got here for you. Uh, but first, I would be remiss to not give a little praise to our, our co-hosts here, Mari Narciso and Matt Legg. Gentlemen, welcome in. Uh, how are we doing are we excited? I'm buzzing. The Kings are in the playoffs. <laughs> light the beam. <laughs> light, light the fucking beam. I don't, I don't care what happens anymore. The Kings are in the playoffs. And uh, this is uh, massive news. And I can't wait to see them. Uh, oh, my gosh. The Kings playing a seven-game series. I, I, it's not even just a play-in. You know, if it was the play-in, I'd be pretty happy as well. They get to play one game at least. Mm-hmm. You get seven games at least postseason, and it's uh, wow, what a, mm-hmm. what a yeah, thrill. I think if we went back to one of our earlier episodes, like we probably even touched on what what do you think? What was your predictions coming into this year as a Play Kings it. fan? Playing, yeah, oh, well, right. I, mean, I think that's what I remember, or yeah, or at best, like a first round exit, which could still happen, but they're they're in the driver's seat. Yeah, and you know, I, I I was so happy with the roster construction at the start of the year. I couldn't wait to see what this team unleashed. It it surpassed even my expectations. I've had a lot of people tell me. I've had a lot of people tell me how bad um, my takes were that the Kings were going to be good this year. Um, and you know, fuck all the haters. I remember saying it was an absolute lock that the the Kings would be better than the Blazers. And our good friend Jordan Lonsong said that I'm fucking insane because of Damian Lillard. Quote him. Friend of the show. Fuck you, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for all the listens. Go fuck yourself. Appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a great year. It's been the best story of the year. It's just that they're in the playoffs. Can't wait. Best team story. Well, unfortunately, Mari, as great as that is, you do have some uh, West reinforcements coming with Kevin Durant's officially back with the Suns, LeBron back with the Lakers. Um, so you're gonna have to tremble in your boots a little bit more. Uh, I was surprised oh, Kevin Durant came back so soon. I thought that he would be like even maybe missing part of the first round of the playoffs, but he's back with seven or eight games left. Pretty impressive. Hopefully he can stay healthy. But to me, that gives this team enough time, especially with the intelligence of their players um to to kind of get enough chemistry hopefully um to to kind of hit some sort of peak um or peak at the right time with this group i still don't know if it's enough time but uh this is definitely unprecedented but without a true kind of um you know the west is a mess we've talked about it for a month now um without a true kind of western contender i i think um you know who knows maybe this is it kevin durant uh would be would be big for his legacy if he could somehow get traded to a new team, come back with seven games left, and lead him to a NBA Finals or even a championship. So 
Um, yeah. Exciting. Well, there's a good reason. Good. There's a good reason why these guys are saying the LeBron James of doctors. You know, the the, re- the good reason why they're they're really <laughs> pushing to come early is that exactly that the West is wide open. Um, they need some time to get used to playing for the team. Um, that's going to be huge for them. This is this is a chance to strike. And both of those teams, I think, could come out of the West. I know how low you are in the Lakers. I know how low most people are in the Lakers. but They're 500 now. They're 500 now. And roughly, you know, AD and LeBron won a ring not too long ago. So it's it's, it's conceivable, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think think Denver and Memphis have, since we've last spoke deeply about them, have proven that they're still pretty legit and they – just went through kind of a bit of a, a rough spurt. So whoever's in those seven, eight seeds, we're still gonna have a really tough first round. And I don't think we'll, we'll get out of it. Um, especially with jaw back. They, you know, Memphis looks like back to where they were early in the season. Um, so if you're a Lakers fan, you really want them to somehow get to that six seed, which again, they're two and a half games out. So it's, it's not unfathomable, unfathom, unfathomable. You got it. Um, yeah, 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 there we go, there we go, there we go. Um, but Golden State's playing much better now at forty and thirty-seven, so it's going to be tough to catch that. Um, but you know, who knows? I do think the Suns are in a in a good spot in that uh, four-five spot. They're pretty pretty much locked in that four-five um, for the most part. So I think uh, I think we'll see. I think they could definitely make a big run. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. No, I'm, I'm super excited for the West playoffs. It seems like everything's like final six games of the season now. Um, things are actually like 10 days left. Something. Yeah. Teams are actually seeing where they're going to end up. And I think, yeah, Suns four or five Clippers, probably at least six um, Warriors right there with them. And then the plans obviously a mess, but um, excited to see. Those games are going to be so fun, the playing games. Yeah, I'm excited. Raps Super gonna excited. Shock the world, playing playing winners. It's gonna be crazy. Yikes! Being the banner. It's gonna Yikes. happen. Um, and on the on the other end of things, you've got Matt. You called this. I'm sad, but Damian Lillard being shut down uh, for the rest of the year has been reported and now kind of confirmed. Um, mm-hmm. so. What does that do for all NBA? Probably takes them off my first team. That's for sure. Um, either third team or off the board for me now, now that he's, you know, probably going to sit at 58 games. Uh, unfortunate for Dame, uh, probably the right move for Portland. Uh, ben Simmons also shut down very, you know, who cares about that? Um, but Brooklyn yeah. holding, holding firm into the sixth seed right now. So yeah. we'll see uh, what they can do in Toronto officially back at 500. Let's go. Winners of 10 of their last 11 at home. Don't call it a super team just yet, fellas, but uh, uh, we'll we'll see what happens here moving forward. I'm still yeah. in Toronto. I can't wait for them in the playoffs. I think they're a great team. They'll be a, they'll be a tough out for anybody here. What I'm really excited for in the East play-in is, uh, is another emotional Pat Beverly performance at the Chicago Wolves. I, I'd love to see Pat Bev get on the fucking table. Yeah, this is my house in the United after, Center. Let's go. Exactly after a after a two one defeat over I don't know whoever whoever the end of it. I can't wait. I can't wait for Pat Bev to. This is his finals every year. Yeah, play attorney. Yeah, he brings the winning for. culture. It's what he's made for. 
<laughs> I'm way more scared of Chicago than I am for Atlanta. Like I want, I really need the Raptors to to overtake Atlanta. Uh, so we don't have to get a one. So we don't have to hit a nine ten Toronto versus Chicago one. You know, winner takes all or winner gets to the second part of the play in tournament. Because I'm scared. I'm scared of the Bulls, even if we're at home on that yeah. game. Like Levine and Demar have been playing awesome this past month. Levine's been like a 50, 40, 90 guy for like more than a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, Beverly definitely brings something. I mean, he's really shown his value for a team 100% in the right energy. Um, I just don't want to play them. I don't want to play them in a 9-10. I want Atlanta to play them. And then we play, you know, Atlanta. I hope, you know, and then we we get to that that point at some point. But Chicago looks really good. And uh I don't want to play them one bit. I think Toronto could miss the playoffs if that's the case. Uh, so we'll see. Be a fun game. Fun it's game. Key. Anyway, lots of things happening in the NBA. We're gonna we're gonna do a you know season wrap up soon. Um, but the point of this episode is getting some all NBA or all sorry all defense and all rookie teams out there. I think we're pretty much at that point where we can we can not not much is going to change our votes. Uh, so. Without further ado, should we start with all rookie or all uh, defense, fellas? What do we think? I feel like all rookie is simpler, so we could yeah. just bang that out quick. Okay, if, uh, I'd be I'd honest. be surprised if we saw a whole lot of variance out of these all rookie teams. I think at least the first team is fairly set. Maybe one person I could see kind of flip flopping yeah. a bit. We'll see, yeah. Matt. Why don't you why don't you start? All right. We'll, we'll do that. So I think the easiest choice here would be the center. Yeah. <laughs> Walker Kessler is just a god. <laughs> He's yeah. so, so, so good. And it it's it's sad for the for Minnesota's sake to like to, to not have had like one season of him just seeing what he could have done with that same roster construction that they had prior. Um they would have been a defensive juggernaut like Good luck scoring a basket on them, and I think it's 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 just a shame. And he's going to be a valuable member of the Jazz going forward, and um, exciting part of their young core. Um, well, I'm for, I'm surprised they just threw him away. So I, I'll yeah, I'm, I'm, they didn't I'll even need to this. throw him in. They could have exactly. just kept the picks. They could have kept him. He could have he could have been that Naz Reed like Naz Reed and him coming off the bench. That'd be absolutely disgusting. And Filthy. there was a precedent for this. He he led the nation in blocks in college by like a the biggest yeah, margin. It's not even a shock. Like three blocks a game in college. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And so I, I I don't know why they just gave up on him. He's he's so clearly a talent. I, if I only if only Christian Coloco got the the uh, the uh, exposure that uh, Walker Kessler yeah. would get. He just hasn't got minutes. He hasn't got minutes. <laughs> just a minute situation he's, he's in contention be in this conversation he's in contention he's there <laughs> he's right there yeah um for forwards uh, i think the the front runner for rookie of the year and he should get his paulo bancaro uh he's played awesome right off the bat i think he has he's had <laughs> he's averaging about 20 points a game he's he just looks like he was ready for the nba he looks like he he belongs there um for uh oh my gosh uh for oh my gosh oh my (laughs) you gotta i just i just got a call from uh from work so i see it might have not come through um (laughs) um 
<laughs> Live, baby. We're, we're bringing this to you, the fans, doing whatever it takes. Um, another forward, I have uh, Keegan Murray here. Uh, I think he's going to yes. set the... Uh, this was the one toss-up, I think. Yeah. Um, Could have gone either way, but I think he's going to set the three-point record for... Uh, I already said it last night. Did he set it? Yeah. Really? How many did he already broke it. He broke Donovan Mitchell's last night. Oh, okay. I thought he was like eight away two games ago, so he hit. He must have gone crazy. I did not have Keegan Murray on my first team, so I'm excited to uh... blasphemy. Not blasphemy. Yeah, I'm excited to see the rest. Well, I think I think it just goes into the positional thing here, because um, I also have Jalen Williams, who's awesome for OKC. Um, I'm an OKC forward. I'm an OKC lifer. Um, big fan of them since since I came out of the. <laughs> Um, super excited for the future of their team, and he's really come on late. Uh, so I have my guard, and then Matherin. I, I put him at guard as well, and I think this is another toss-up. You could have gone Ivy, I guess, um, but I think Benedict Matherin, what he's been able to do off the bench, he's a valuable member of the Pacers organization, and I think uh, exciting for them moving forward. So I think just positionally, you could maybe stray a little bit. Uh, for Aaron Williams can be considered a forward as well, by the way. He's, Who he could be? Jalen Williams is, is eligible at both for guard and forward. Yeah. Um, I just put him at guard because the guards is a bit weaker here for the all-rookie stuff. So I had I had almost everything you had except for I have Jalen Williams at forward and I have Keegan Murray in the second team with Jaden Ivey on the first team. I mean, Jaden Ivey hasn't been perfect. You know, he's not that efficient, but none of these rookies are efficient. He's, he's averaging 16, you know, five and four a game. Um, I think, uh, I think he's had a better, I don't know. I think he's had a better statistical season than Keegan Murray. I don't know, but his impact on winning per se, but, um, I think his stats are better. And when it comes down to all Ricky, generally, that's what people glean at, um, more than, more than, uh, team record. But if that's the way you go, then I, 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 yeah, Keegan Murray for sure has had a, you know, is on a better team, but um, I think he impacts on it. that better team as well. Mm-hmm. Well, a big role. I think it's uh, interesting because uh, I also I was in the car with Mari for the draft yeah. last year, and he so badly wanted Jaden Ivy, which I think still could have worked. But I remember he was so dejected and disappointed in the Kings organization for taking. I was low Murray on Murray. Head. I was yeah. really low on Murray, because and it's I, just. It's crazy yeah. to see the transformation and see how we well love he's Keegan. done. And I, I just watched a lot of his college stuff, and I, I didn't love him as a creator, and I didn't see a, a huge ceiling on him. Um, the ceiling as a shooter, I didn't, I didn't realize at the time. Now, obviously, it's 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 so clear. Um, I, I this was this was back when I I still wanted Halliburton. I was hoping for kind of a Halliburton Ivy backcourt, and Fox got dealt. But you know, uh. We love it. We love Keegan Murray. the the King the Kings fans love Keegan Murray as well. They have like a personalized cheer for him. Um, I have the same all rookie first team as Matt. Other than I have Jaden Ivey instead of Ben Matherin. Um, oh, I just think I just think uh, um, a better season. I, I I like Matherin. I like what he does for the Pacers. Um, but he's not carrying the kind of load that Ivy does for the Pistons especially with Cade being out all year. Um, and we, we've seen that kind of potential to do so. I don't think Mathod really has a ceiling as a first option. 
and I think Ivy's kind of shown that. Uh, I think it's close. Mathis had a great season, but ultimately I had Williams, Ivy, Paolo, Keegan, and Kessler. Do you guys, yes. while, we, while we're on the, the elite rookies, do you guys, there's been some talk about Jalen Williams being so good that he could possibly win rookie of the year. Is that something you think is it's possible? No, no shot. It's Paolo. Um, it's okay. it, people, people that have <laughs> that interpretation is just, it's just so funny because it's, you forget the first two, three months of the year, like Paolo came out and was averaging 20 plus, like out, out of the gate. He has so much more responsibility on the magic team. It's like, it's him and Franz and he's the guy there. And, and Jalen's awesome. Yeah. Jalen's awesome, but incredible. it's just not. I don't think it's close, and it's it's funny that people are making the argument now. Okay, well, let and me make the argument then. then. Yeah, it's not let's... Paolo. It would be it would be Kessler for me still. I, I think Williams is a third for me. I think Jalen's too. Okay, so Jalen Williams. First of all, let's go. Let's go with record. Jalen Williams is on a better team, or is is has a better record. But I wouldn't even say that he has better talent around him. He's the best player next to him, Shea. But the team otherwise is like kind of a dumpster fire. Uh, Orlando, similarly, what? Come on, o- OKC. What, who else do they have other than Jalen Williams and Shea? Josh Giddy. Yeah, Josh Giddy. But just in general, they have, no, they have no, they have no, they have no bigs, and yet they are at a 500 record this year. Orlando has some pretty exciting talent. They have Franz Wagner. They have you know good guards behind them. They have big men. You know they have a lot, and there hasn't led to winning. And Paolo Bancaro has some of the worst efficiency metrics in the league now he's he's yeah he's 20 points a game seven rebounds four assists but he's only shooting as a 19 year old that's crazy as a 20 year old yeah no it's good i'm it's fantastic <laughs> but he's only shooting 42 percent. he's under under 30 percent from three he gets by far the he gets 16 shots a game like he he's been thrust into this large role um and jillian williams shooting 53 percent, 36 percent from three he's only six points as behind what? As a tertiary ball handler, he mm-hmm. he's not he's not tasked to being the the of creator. He, I mean, he's he's had a much bigger role in the back half of the back half of the season. But yeah, but nowhere, I agree. nowhere close to Paolo. I'm just saying he gets less shots a game and uh, he's more efficient. <laughs> Only six points behind him, and he's a better defender. <laughs> he's one of the he's one of the best he's one of the best defenders like already in uh, in the league, averaging a steal. I, I... And a half. I love the way game. you make your your cases, Justin. Only what? six points behind him. <laughs> nine, nine, he's he's twenty versus fourteen a game. Yeah, fourteen. Um, that's like huge. That's. I'm just saying he's, he's gonna been, be great. He's gonna he's be one great. Of the, he's one of he, he's but, way better on defense, and he's on a better team, and he's still and he's more efficient. So, those are the cases. About, those are. The, um, he's he's averaging just as many assists. He's a he's a couple rebounds behind him, but um. <laughs> He also plays left minutes, and he's on a better team. So, I think that's the case, and it's not crazy because people are talking about it. It's just so. Well, I, um, I just love I love the way you make your cases because just just uh, not even two minutes ago you're talking about, yeah, you know, winning doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, <laughs> but if it does matter for you, if it does matter for you, then it's like okay, Keegan's on a better team, but he doesn't do anything on that team. And then you you go in the, the exact opposite argument for Jalen Williams. So I I, I, well, think, I think it's funny. For, I think the reason why Scotty Barnes won Rookie of the Year over Evan Mobley was because he was on a better team that year and he was impact. Like it doesn't matter for 
for, it, for rookie it's not of the just year. the better team it's about what you do within that role as well i know and i right. think he's he's been incredible in that role like he's way more efficient and he but i i think you're downplaying how good paolo's been in his role i think in, that... in the same way in the same way as scotty and evan mobley um Mobley doesn't play as a as a primary guy. Scotty, a lot of times in his rookie year, played as a primary guy. Um, you know, I think Paolo is the guy. I think Paolo is the winner. I just think we're 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 jerking off a little too much about how incredible his rookie season was when he's had a like he's sixteen shots a game as a rookie is a lot. And again, his he's one of the worst. Like again, he's a rookie, so whatever. But he has the worst one of the worst efficiency metrics in the league this year. He's he's. I saw a report where he's the fourth worst or third worst efficiency metrics as a shooter um, in the league this year. Scotty Barnes was fourth, by the way, which is, which was troubling, but, um, uh, or no, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, they were all in the top five. LeBron was also number five. So that's also troubling. But anyway, I think it's Paolo. I'm just playing devil's advocate here that there's a reason yeah. why people are talking about Jalen Williams as a potential, um, you know, I, I, I love Jalen Williams. I think he's done a fantastic job, job for Okie. I think he's a shoe in for that first guard spot in the rookie team. I still think that Walker Kessler has had a better rookie year than Jalen Williams has. And I, and I absolutely think that Paolo has as well. Walker Kessler, in terms of impact for his team, might even be a better candidate than Paolo. If, if there's a conversation to be had about the rookie of the year, it should be about Walker Kessler and what he's been doing. He, he's incredible. And he, he's he's been a stalwart for defense. He's been imagine replacing Rudy Gobert, a guy who's being paid what thirty forty million dollars a year for being good at defense, coming in as a nineteen year old, being like, yeah, I'm better than that guy. Well, it, look, it's, we're gonna it's incredible. We're gonna talk about all defense after this, but the fact that he is gonna be in that conversation at the very least for an all defense team as a rookie should be should just crazy. Yeah, he's Shows incredible. He's- so we'll get we'll get to that in a few minutes here, but let yeah I agree he's let's fantastic. get to the let's get to the second teams then. So yeah, um, so before we actually list our second team members, we know it's one of the guys that each of us picked. Obviously, whether it's yeah. Jaden Ivy, um, I forgot who you guys left off, but anyway, Mathrin. one of those Matherin and I left off uh, Keegan uh, Keegan Murray. Let's talk about our long list. I want to start big and I want to narrow it down because there's only four spots left. And realistically, my long list was like maybe nine people, um, eight or nine. Um, so I'm willing to talk this out. I still haven't locked in who I think are my my four. But can you guys start with, or I, I can give you mine, or do you want to start with a bit of a longer list that you guys had? Um, yeah, I could, I could tell you guys that I left out that I like. Okay. Um, Jeremy Sohan didn't end up being on my mm. second team. Interesting. Uh, Malachi Bradham. Uh, the other Jalen Williams, less so, but you know, play some Shaden Sharp, uh, Dyson Daniels, Oche Agbaji, and uh, who is that? what's his name? Christian Brown were guys that I liked, didn't end up being on the team. Oh, Max Christie as well. So I haven't, I'll, I'll throw some other names out there. I'm sure some of these are on your list, but these are sort of the guys that I am, I have, I'm considering for my four spots. Um, Jalen Duran is on there for me. Uh, AJ Griffin is on there for me. Uh, Jaden Hardy is on there for me. He's been playing really, really well for the Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, Shaden Sharp is on there for me. Andrew Nemhart is in consideration. I think Tari Eason's had an underrated year. I think he's been really good. And I think Jeremy Sohan for me is, is also very, um, very high up there. Mark Williams, 
um, some other guys you named as well. But oh, yeah, those Mark are sort of my too. serious considerations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't think I, I have any more to add other than uh, the ones you guys just mentioned. So I don't know if you guys want to get into the last four, like the actual selection itself. Yeah, I only have uh, three teams. I have two te- two sets of teammates on my second on my second team here. Which is oh, three NBA teams on your second team. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. So, Mari, why don't so you I, why don't you read them out for us? Yeah, so I have Nembhard and Matherin as my backcourt. So the, mm-hmm. obviously teammates there. Um, Nembhard, especially this back half of the year, Tyrese being in and out, um, has carried a lot of minutes and uh, done a good job. You know, as as an off the bench kind of role, both as a scorer and as a distributor, kind of moving the ball well for the Pacers, which is what they need. But really putting the ball on the floor and like making a play, and I I I really like that. Maybe a weaker first half there than many, but the second half has been really good. Mathurin we've already talked about in terms of just a dynamic score and all year has been just kind of a dog. Also a good old Canadian kid, which we love. Mm. And then so Nemhard too. Yeah, uh, that's right, Nemhard yeah, as well. Nemhard too. I forgot. And then um, a big name, but anyway, keep going. I know you're gonna say him anyway. And then our two forwards are going to be in the same team as well. I have Tari Eason and Jabari Smith. Yeah, I miss Jabari. Oops. Mm-hmm. Um, both Tari, good seasons in kind of different ways. Jabari's kind of had a forgettable season, to be honest. Um, maybe the if we're talking about Paolo's kind of inefficiencies, Jabari's tripled that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, were, there were questions about whether what what his game would translate from college. I was really excited for him, just as in terms of his size and athleticism, but. Um, in that kind of a mess of a Houston team, it's kind of tough to get those kind of minutes, and get open in, in that kind of way. I'd love to see him in another team because I just I believe in the talent in Jabari. I just have a it's kind of a disappointing year, even though he's making the All NBA second team. Uh, this is a second overall pick. Tari Eason, on the other hand, is kind of the opposite. Just a pure motor, pure dog guy. Does the dirty stuff and is, is kind of the savior for Houston other than Alper and Shangun. Someone who just does the dirty stuff. He's a player, man. He's been in this league for a long time. Mm-hmm. Him and Jay Sean Tate kind of fill the same role. Tari a little bit bigger and a little bit more inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. Pure motor. Matt, this could be your comp now, Tari Eason. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, and the disrespectful slap of the slap to Clay's back of the head. That was so funny. Dog. <laughs> dog. Uh, and then the center spot, I, I, I was between the two, uh, Jalen Duran and uh, Mark Williams. Just because Mark Williams really has only had a strong back half of the year with Mason Plumlee being gone, I'm going to go with Jalen Duren just being consistently kind of... It's it's tough with that front court making a name for yourself in Detroit, but I, I, I like what he's doing. I think I believe in the skill set. Welcome to your All-NBA selection. How, uh, how much stock do you guys put into... Because again, when, again, I pretty much exclusively listen to basketball pods, so I'm, I'm pre- I have a pretty tainted view on many topics. But um, what is your view on people saying, "I want to put the guys on there that I think will have kind of the best careers," or "I test who I think are going to kind of be in the league the longest"? You want to kind of go back and have it reflect, you know, the future of the NBA versus the the statistic, like the pure statistical argument uh, for this year. What do you? Where do you guys lie on that? Because that definitely affects my my pick um, when I it's think about it. The best, it's a, it, it, I, I don't really care about legacy and like who they will be, but who's playing really well right now. And it's it's not just stats, right? It's, it's watching the games and knowing their role in it and, and seeing the minutes that they play. 
Um, yeah, I, that, that's that's the metric. Who's had the best season? Mm -hmm. That's what I ask myself. Yeah. Matt, did you I, have any? Sorry, go ahead. I think uh, I agree with your selections. Obviously, I just I switched um, Ivy and Matherin, yeah. just because Ivy. He especially in the like the back half has really uh, figured it out even more, and he has a lot of a lot of good qualities there. But he's just not very good <laughs> if from an efficiency perspective. Um, like 40, 41, 33, 73 split, um, and then him over on turnovers is pretty much a lock every single game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with with Pist the Pistons kind of committing to <laughs> the tank for Wemby uh, recently, he's got a lot more opportunities because everyone just sits and he gets like 36 to 38 minutes a game and he's been playing really well, especially the last few weeks. So that was difficult. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think those are the four that make most sense. My heart, my heart, my heart wants Jeremy Soak, Sohan, and Shaden Sharp on these teams because I think they might, like ten years down the line, have be really really important players in this league. But I think from a statistical argument, you can't really make it. From a records argument, you can't really make it. It's more of an eye test thing. Uh, so realistically, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, my heart wants it. So anyway, I agree. Good picks. Those are probably the ten best rookies uh, of this 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 season. Um, so that's probably who it'll be. And, you know, we're the first movers on this again, so we'll see what other people think. Um, all right. So all defense, uh, two teams, um, a little bit harder, probably than all rookie. Uh, uh -huh. how did you guys find your, your research, your process, your research process? How did it go? I thought that the, the forwards and center positions were fairly easy. I think there's some guys that'll turn away that are, are tough because there's some some strong guys here but the guards are a little bit difficult for me um i think my four guards will be will be interesting and i, I even had some ideas for other guys that wouldn't even touch the ballot probably but i'm excited i'm excited to, mm -hmm. to hear what you guys have yeah the center it was actually hard like there's a lot of only having two teams here um it's really difficult and same same thing with position um with i guess the all nba teams it, it makes it really difficult to actually whittle this down especially at the center position because it's just so deep now in today's I, nba i think we just start there i think we start at center let's What's give it? both of our teams and maybe who we because i think there's a few candidates here um yeah. but but mari why don't you start with your two centers that you ended up picking my two centers first defense i have brooke lopez yeah as my as my center for first yeah. And then for second, I have Nick Claxton. Um, some yeah. guys that considered are Miles Turner and Walker Kessler. Yeah. But ultimately, I think both Lopez and Claxton have had just better season. So are you putting on? are you putting Bam Adebayo in forward then, or or he doesn't even get an honorable mention? He he's an omission. It's it's really tough. It's really I think tough. he is. I think I agree. He is an omission. Um, just because Claxton's had such a good year and great for him. Um. He's only he's not even averaging a block per game this year, Bam. Like I think he's had a bit of an overrated almost defensive. But I agree. I'd say the same thing Bam about does, a Marcus Smart, but he's what just Bam does so just good positionally and yeah. and also on switchability. He he can defend anything. That's what I love about yeah. Bam. And if I was to pick maybe a, a better defender, I'd probably pick Bam instead of Nick 
Claxton, but Claxton's just kind of he, he's doing a lot I mean, switchability wise. I mean, he blocks a lot of shots. Obviously, the stats are off the page, but um, he is a switchable defender as well, even more so than say Lopez is. But Lopez is just a stalwart for the Bucks, who are incredible. So yeah, Lopez and Claxton. I think you have to give um, Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid some love as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if Davis is going to be listed as a forward eligibility, but they both had good uh, defensive seasons and are always one of the scariest threats um, in the NBA. So uh, I would toss them in there as well. Okay, forwards. Did you guys all have the same? Lopez Claxton? I had a Lopez Claxton. Yeah. yeah. Wow, great. Now I have someone who is more of a center, but is eligible at forward that I, that I have at a forward spot. So I'm hoping you guys have the same, but I guess I'll just kick it off. I think Jaron Jackson's a first team and a forward. Yeah. He's a forward. defense. Okay. Yeah. And what's your other forward? Ooh. Uh, so I. Be a homer, buddy. Be a homer. Go I'm a homer. OG Ananobi. Welcome to the yeah. first team all defense. You burned it. Huh. I have OG and Jaron. I have OG and Jaron as well. Leading the league in steals, he can yeah. guard all five positions. He always guards the. And again, I'm biased because I watch him every night, but he always guards the most difficult offensive player on uh, on that team. And we've brought up some OG defensive stats before, but guys are shooting like it's like the worst in the league. Like their their stats from an efficiency metric, um, even from a, like the, the basic stats. Like OG shuts guys down, and it's tough to do in this league. I think he's one of the, if not the best, wing defender in the league uh mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm proud to call him a toronto raptor welcome to the team yeah i uh i had Jaden mcdaniels who i think is the best wing defender in the league and i talked a bit of First a season. bit about him last yeah last oh, episode man. he's Jayden just McDaniel? so so <laughs> good and i think if uh if any positive can be made out of the gobert trade it'll be that he got more minutes and got more of an opportunity to shine this year. And he has yep. absolutely responded. He yeah, is so who's your second forward on the first team? Jaron? Jaron. Yeah. I think that's uh, easy enough. Yeah. Bad I have, I have McDaniels on my second team. I have Giannis and McDaniels. So I have OG Jaron and then Giannis McDaniels is my second. You team. left Jimmy off. Wow. I left Jimmy off. I left uh, Evan Mobley off. Those are kind wow. of the two that I was looking at. I had, yeah, I had OG and Mobley actually. So I left, left uh, Giannis, Giannis off. I left Giannis off. Maybe a hot take. Wow. But I wanted to give some some guys some love that haven't haven't got it before. Um, I feel like OG might not if if I have to do a switch there, but I I'd prefer him over Giannis uh, just for the sake of having more fun with this. I I like it. Yeah. We're just having fun. We're just having fun over here. Yeah, I don't think I have Jaden McDaniels on my on my team at all. Oh you gotta God. watch some uh, highlights. He's incredible. He's in terms of role. in terms of defensive eye tests. We've made reference to eye tests a little bit today. He is, I think, <laughs> the best wing defender I think I've ever seen this year. He, he, it's he's unbelievable. Just, just the build on him is incredible. Like just how he looks and how he moves is just so. I'd I'd like for him to put on a little bit of weight. I think then he could he could have a Giannis type role on defense. He's he's mm -hmm. quite skinny, but oh man, reactionary, really good shutdown defender as well. Good off the ball, amazing. I have Jimmy Butler and Giannis and Tintacumbo on my second team. Jimmy, 
Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. A full second. full 180. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look at this. I had to give him, I had to give him a little love after. I just think no, he's not Siakam. Are we sure? Siakam, uh, no, I defensive I, anchor. Yeah. No, no, no. Siakam Pirtle, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. Pirtle is fucking awesome. He is great, but yeah. no, I, I mean. I just think that McDaniel's role isn't big enough to uh, to warrant like an all all defense uh, at this at this stage. I think as his role grows, yes, potentially. Um, but for me, I, I just I think the the amount of minutes that Jimmy plays and um, some of the the stats on him uh, are are pretty impressive. So I Herb Jones is a tough omission for me. I think he's been like yeah. really, still really good mm-hmm. this year, but. Um, yeah, the forwards are just too good. The forwards are it's good. it's tough. It's interesting too because I think uh, for all NBA, the forwards was a like easier to do and is yeah. pretty wide open. Um, but for all defense, it's just so at forward. I think honorable men. I yeah, I think he's a forward, but I would I would be an honorable mention if there was a third team. I think I'd include him because he's who you say sorry, really good, it? Anthony Davis. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I put him on the board. He's been awesome. Um, I just there's just too many good forward defenders. Um, yeah, and and year. and Herb Jones is kind of the all same thing as what you're saying about Jane McDaniel's the role he hasn't he just doesn't play consistently enough on that mm-hmm. Pelicans team. I mean, I test wise, I agree in the same in the same vein as McDaniel's. McDaniel's just has done more more minutes, more playing time, and a and a bigger and a bigger role for the Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm shocked you didn't include Evan Mobley. He's been so good. He's actually he's, he's, third. He's third on the defensive player of the year ladder right now. He's Jared Allen. Yeah, been in and out of the lineup, and he's really stepped up. So that's I don't surprising. even. I didn't even consider um, Jimmy Butler. It was it was Mobley. It was my forward spot there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, might, I might change Jimmy for Mobley. Who knows? I think I could. Yeah, I could I'm surprised. <laughs> Especially I this test, the, like Evan Mobley. I think is... the the guards will have a lot of variance here now. I think this will be this will be a lot of fun to go through. Okay, let's get into the guards. So four guards total. Who are you guys thinking? This was let's so go. difficult. First team. I'm 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 actually gonna change. I have it written down right now. I'm actually gonna change it. So my first team, Drew Holiday for me is a shoe in. Yeah. Yeah. For first team. I I, I adore Drew Holiday. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put Lou Dort as my second guard here. Is that one possession at the end of that game? Who against two? I think I, just, I, I, again, I test. I think he's incredible. I, I, just as a, a dog, and and the guards here. I had Derek White. I had Derek White as my Derek as my White. Guard. Yeah, because he's the best guard. He's that's not Marcus Smart anymore. One yeah. year removed from his defensive player of the year. Yeah, I had Derek so White, bad. but I, I'm gonna change it to Lou Dort. Um. Mm. I feel bad about it. It might, it might stay with White. It, regardless, it, it's 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 Drew and it's one of White or Dort for me. And then what would be the second team then? So if White goes to the second team, I have Caruso mm-hmm. as my other. A lot of honorable mentions here. I have Javon Carter, Quentin Grimes, and DeAnthony Melton were the three guys that I I think. Even someone like Delon Wright, who's just an incredible yeah. hawk, yeah. ball hawk. Um, but these are all guys who are kind of like just good. I I love how they play. All all these guys are guys that like are are, are yeah. my people. Quentin Grimes, Anthony Mel. I love Javon Carter. He's my favorite player yeah. in the league. He's incredible. Um, interesting. Yeah, I I had uh, Drew and White, actually. Um, 
So I agree wholeheartedly with that. It's crazy to see the regression that Marcus Smart has had both offensively and defensively this year. Like you'd think he'd keep one of them up, but he has just, I think, uh, been one of the big reasons why Celtics have kind of taken a step back the last month or so. Um, and then my second team, I had uh, Caruso and uh, SGA actually. SGA. Wow, so we're we're pretty close. So yeah, I'd and, and, Dort, you had Dort, yeah. Yeah, I'd have uh, Dort as a third team. Um, he's right there. I just think he hasn't been as consistent defensively, and he hasn't needed to be the main guy with Jalen Williams um, being there and also being like really stepping up. And SGA is <laughs> unbelievable defensively, and I think uh, I'm just all into his first team. Um, all NBA case, and I think this helps with it. So I'm going to give him that, and hopefully that's, it works out. That's three dogs in the backcourt there. Yeah, filthy. That's crazy. Filthy. And Giddy, too. Like That's yeah. just like solid. Dogs. So solid. Love that. Hmm. Dustin, who are your guards? Don't, don't, don't second guess. Hmm. Let's, let's hear what you had. Let's hear what you had. Here, Gary Trent and Fred VanVleet. Let's hear it. <laughs> Well, I thought I actually thought that one of you were gonna say Fred Van Fleet because he's like leading the league in steals, but I was gonna I was gonna re- reboot rebut both of you on that and saying I test he has not been that good. He gets blown no. by all the time. We, um, we know we watch. Yeah, Fred. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, he hasn't been bad. Like when he locks in, he's very good, but he's just not consistent with I, that. I still like him. I think he's a good defender. I don't think he's anywhere close to the best. Yeah, I mean, I. So I okay, Drew is locked in. Obviously, he's a lock, 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 lock it up. Um, I haven't heard you guys say Dejounte Murray's name at all this entire time. Um, you know, he is he is known as one of the better defenders in the league. He's statistically one of the better defenders of the league this year um, as well. I would love to dive a little. I should have dove a little deeper into some advanced defensive stats because I really liked it when someone just keeps you in front of them. Um, like I think that's something that like steals are great, blocks are great, but like. Hey, do you get blown by or not? Um, and I'd like to do a little more digging into, you know, the best defenders in that sense. But my and the thing my... is with, with with Murray, and not even just in the stats part, but who who guards the best guy on that on on the other team for the Hawks? And it's not Murray. It, it, it'll be someone like AJ Griffin. It'll be someone like DeAndre Hunter. Mm. It wouldn't it wouldn't be Murray. Are you sure? For the most part. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I I still have I still think Marcus Bart gets some respect here. Um, I, I'm going to put, I think it's like, does Alex Crusoe play a big enough role in this team? He only plays 24 minutes a game. Like, does he play a big The only thing is he's been in and out of the lineup, I think a lot recently. So that might shift him down to second Caruso team. Crusoe went active as first teamer. But he's just Caruso so active. good. I mean, like, like, DeLon, like, his IQ is just stupid. Like DeLon Wright plays more than um Alex Crusoe and he's like leading the league in steals at 1.9 so what makes him a worse candidate than than Alex Crusoe I think those are just inflated numbers though because Monte Morris has been in and out Bradley Beal has been injured on and off all year he's got a lot a lot more opportunity um and and especially recently and DeLon's a dog like honorable mention for sure He's good at jumping passing lanes. He's good at getting stripped. He's great at getting steals. But in terms of a 
individual defender, and then Caruso does a lot more than I, I think. Wright's really good. I think he, yeah, again, he, he's up there, but Caruso just does. I more. think uh, another honorable mention actually should be Josh Okogi. I don't know if that was said before. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, that's great. Really taking his opportunity, um, and he's he's awesome. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, go. Justin, I'm gonna go Dort first team. I think he's. Let's go. We're the best go, player in the league. I'm gonna go Caruso <laughs> and Marcus Smart second team. Boo. Boo. I really hope Marcus Smart gets no love. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's. So I think funny. he's still got a reputation, and his like statistical case is not much worse from last year. He's almost averaging as many steals. I agree, though, that he has not been the same defender. Um, so. I just don't know if you can say Derek White's a better defender than him. I, I don't know. I don't I can't get there. Uh so I'm gonna yeah. put smart there and uh see what happens. But uh I yeah, mean, I'm excited to see in the playoffs because I th- I think White will draw the assignment. I think White will get the best guy in the like if it's a guard, I I don't think it'll be smart. I think White will get the assignment. This year we've seen a lot of that, and White does a killer job of shutting them down. Like all I know is I'm fired up for the playoffs this year. The amount of um mm. how open this league is right now, like I Maybe not in the East, but we talked about it plenty, like how just how open this is. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up, fellas? Those are I think we were pretty pretty much aligned on on many of these uh, topics. But... Yeah, I'm surprised actually how how well aligned we were, just because I, I like the guys that are left on the cutting board. Um, I wanted someone to pick Javon Carter, but we can't have Holiday and Carter. And like, no, it's that would be. Great... <laughs> You have the Giannis, you have Giannis, Lopez, Javon, and Drew. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That'd be That's right. insane. Like Bucks are good defensively, but I don't think it warrants. Uh, yeah, warrants that. Um, Even Quentin Grimes. I, I know you hate playing Quentin Grimes because of daily fantasy, the minutes that he gets, but he's just. Everywhere. Yeah, I just hate. No, I hate. My thing with him is he takes Rose minutes. I think Derrick Rose ah, should still be playing like at yeah. least fifteen on any team. And it just seems like the Knicks are overloaded with guards right now, and they want to give Grimes his minutes. So it's more more that than anything. He's played really well recently, too, to his credit. Yeah. Like, the last two weeks, he's really brought it on with Brunson being out. But, yeah, that's that's more so my my thing with him. That's funny. That's funny. Well, uh, I like it. I... That'll wrap us up. <laughs> I do like it as well. For another episode, I got to jump into another meeting here. Uh, but thanks for listening, everyone, to the 23rd episode of 3 Ds. We hope you liked it. We hope you like us because uh, we're people pleasers and I, need, you know, we need to be liked. So validation, um, please. We need the validation. So please. Give us a like on uh, on Spotify. We're on Apple Apple Music or Apple Podcasts now. Um, give us a little rating. Uh, follow. And, uh, follow. Like and subscribe. Yeah, or follow us on our socials too if you want. Uh, we're friendly. We we don't bite. Uh, at least on Thursdays we don't bite. Um, anyway, thanks again, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.